Welcome to Communication 24-7, a podcast where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. Okay, I'm going to provide a list of words that describe a specific communication style, the process-oriented communication style. And as you listen to this list of words, try to picture the person I am describing. It's likely a clear picture will begin to emerge. Systematic, organized, planned, logical, analytical, cautious, patient, calm, controlled. Any ideas yet? Well, how about these quotes? They are definitely quotes that a process-oriented person will appreciate and connect with. Quote number one, insufficient facts always invite danger. Quote number two, virtue is a relative term. Quote number three, may I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Care to take a guess at the process-oriented individual who said these quotes? If you haven't figured out who I'm talking about, this final exchange will most definitely help out. The following exchange is one of my favorites. A certain captain says to his first officer, I suspect you're becoming more and more human all the time. To which the first officer responds, Captain, I see no reason to stand here and be insulted. Do you know who I'm talking about now? This exchange was between Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock in the original series Star Trek, Season 1, Episode 25, titled The Devil in the Dark. Now, am I suggesting that process-oriented people are emotionless Vulcans? Absolutely not, but I'm going to be honest here. I've been waiting to do an episode where my inner nerd is allowed to break out for just a bit, and this was the best opportunity thus far. Not to mention, Spock is a terrific prototype of someone who is process-oriented. Perhaps to the extreme, but process-oriented nonetheless. Okay, time to get serious. The words I used to describe Spock at the beginning really do describe those whose primary communication style is oriented to be more focused on analysis and process than anything else. Let's say you work with someone who is process-oriented and someone else on the team makes a suggestion for a change. And that change can be anything, you fill in the blank. The process-oriented person will feel like we need a test run to make sure that this new idea actually works before we implement it for the entire organization to use. They would want a chance to observe the data, understand cause and effect. They might even want to try out the new procedure a few times before making a commitment. 
That way they can go back and review the procedures and consider all the variables and how many changes in the procedures impacted the outcome. Sounds very scientific, right? Well, you're not too far off the mark, but one doesn't have to be an actual scientist to believe in the scientific approach. The proof is in the pudding, as they say. And the process-oriented don't mind taking things step by step. The details are important. Being methodical and logical and analytical are absolutely incredibly valuable traits to have, especially when the stakes are high and you need to make a decision that will have huge consequences. So what's the downside? There's always a downside, right? Well, there can be. For example, sometimes you have to make a quick decision. You need somebody who can look at the choices and just make a commitment. Pick one of the options for crying out loud. Just something. Time is limited. Resources are limited. People's patience is limited. This is where the action-oriented person comes into play. If you don't know who I'm talking about, go back a couple of episodes and take another listen. The process-oriented at the extreme are the overthinkers, and if they're not careful, they can also be perceived as cold due to their unemotional, logical nature. A quick caveat about those emotions, though. When you think about it, they're not always helpful. The process-oriented person appreciates more of the thinking with the head and not the heart. In order to make important decisions, one must have a clear head, be in control. Emotions can cloud logical judgment. Just the facts, ma'am, as stated by Sergeant Joe Friday from Dragnet. Look, if you're not going to get my pop culture references, you really do need to expand your viewing repertoire. So let's get back to the emotions or lack of emotions, right? It's all relative. If you need a cheerleader, I've already talked about the empaths, the people-oriented people in a previous episode. So re-listen to that one as well if you need a refresher. So yes, the scientific method is useful. It has its place. Logic is important. Analysis is important. And as with any strength, we have to temper it with other strengths. So let's get back to focusing on the purpose behind today's episode. How to communicate effectively with those who are process-oriented. And if you are the person I'm describing, if you are the Spock in your group, be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, it's a good bet you probably enjoy listening to audiobooks as well. Have you tried Audible? There are literally thousands of audiobooks and podcasts on Audible with new titles being added every week. So here's the good news. You can try out Audible Premium or Audible Plus free for 30 days. You can listen anywhere, anytime, when commuting, exercising, running errands, or while doing housework. Check out the links in the show notes to access your free trial today. So if all of this is sounding familiar because you know someone who fits the description, what can you do to adapt your communication style so that you can communicate more effectively with someone who is primarily a process-oriented communication style person? If you find yourself talking to a Spock, organizing your thoughts would be key. You will need a very clear and solid beginning, middle, and end. It'll help to outline your points. 
How can you organize your talk so that it follows a logical order? Let's say you have a proposal and you want to get Spock on board with your suggestions. Here's what you do. Follow a chronological pattern. Start with the background. Do not rush, but be precise. Extraneous information is not needed. State the facts, focusing on why this proposal is necessary. What has led us up to this point? the cause that served as the catalyst for this need for change. Once you have set the background, move on to the present situation. Again, focusing on the facts. It helps to think like you're presenting your ideas as bullet points. For each recommendation, break it down into logical bits where you systematically explain the situation, focusing on what has been observed in a systematic and logical way. Focus on the documentation of the observations, taking the time to explain the analysis that led you to the options that you are presenting. Explain the pros and explain the cons of each option. Do not rush through this part of your proposal. Remember, the process-oriented person is analytical. They will be concerned about the details at this point, so give them the details. Cover all the bases. The process-oriented is particularly interested in how an outcome is achieved. Once you have sufficiently explained the pros and the cons of all the options, move on to what you expect the outcomes of each option to be. Compare and contrast the expected outcomes. Again, focus on cause and effect. Set up the strategies for achieving the desired outcomes so that by the end of your presentation, there is a clear path and a clear result for each and every option. Do not expect a quick decision, however. You might have to let the proposal marinate for a while. So sit back and relax and give it some due time. If you're the action-oriented person, this will be your opportunity to practice some patience. And if you are a people-oriented person, this will be your opportunity to practice more objectivity. And if you are an idea-oriented person, well, that's gonna be the next episode. So you're just gonna have to tune back in. You're still listening? Awesome. I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the topics and are finding them helpful, please help our show by sharing it with your social media network.